What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Two Dudes of Sports News. As always, my name is Garrett, and I'm here with my co-host. What to do, what to do, this is Jason Prince. We've got a special guest today. Uh, we love bringing all the sports after dark people. We've got one more with us today, uh, mainly because we've got some week one beef we got to get into. Uh, who we got for the people? What's good, y'all? You know, it's C. Lou, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your resident Colts fan, man. Hey, uh, we... we got some good stuff coming. We do. I mean, like it, it's I it, as a Gators fan too. Like I am a a firm oh, believer. And you right. Were, I forgot about we that. We could talk about I that. I called too. you right after that. Yes. Yep. It, it, they they were who we thought they were. But how, do you, but, but how do you feel on the inside? They were who they thought. Like it. Take your time. Let's get right into it. All right, let's do it. All right. <laughs> but before let's we do, but, but before we do, this episode is brought to you by nobody. We're gonna like we're gonna take some from Ernie Johnson just in honor of like basketball season doesn't come up. This episode is brought to you by nobody. To do the sports sports news, we have no sponsors yet. Yes, we no sponsors since by unsponsored. <laughs> All right, but anyway, for those that don't know, uh, Christopher Lewis, aka C. Lou, he's one of the four founders of Sports at the Dark, one of the top rated sports twitter spaces in the game who just started sports at the dark just started their own youtube uh page so like and describe on uh, like and subscribe not describe but subscribe on their youtube page as well they just came out with a show talking about week one of college football uh, college uh, college football which we're about to get into mm-hmm. as well as getting into the the diehard deep digs into the NFL season, which is coming up. So, y'all, if y'all want to stay tuned and stay active with the Twitter spaces, follow Sports After Dark on Twitter and subscribe to the YouTube channel on YouTube. Go to Sports After Dark. For sure. Now, let's get into it. All right. Like in, in, those Twitter spaces are fun too. The AFC South one was wild. That that, <laughs> that was your first. One. That was your that, first. That one. was my first one. We that was your first swing. one. That was your first Twitter. Like you lost your you lost your Twitter space virginity to the sports at the dark. <laughs> that shit was fun. How did it feel yeah, for the man. first time? It was fun, man. I it, <laughs> here's how it is. Like with, with every fan base, there's delusion. For my fan base. Seeley for yours, Jalen for yours, um, for the whole state of Texas, um, for the whole state of Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. He's not lying. Like, he ain't wrong. That whole state. With stuff like that, like it, there's delusional fans everywhere, and it, it is how it is. But like it, my absolute favorite was the guy who said that the Titans are a top three team in the league, and I'm like, you got your hat on too tight, man. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're not. A, I mean, maybe the year when Derrick Henry was dominating the whole playoffs. Yeah, when you had AJ Brown and when you had Derrick Henry rushing for two thousand yards and you had Brian Tannehill still throwing for thirty eight hundred. Like, yeah, sure, you're you're doing fine. Then when you still had Jonu Smith because he was on his rookie deal. Like when you act when you had it when Taylor Lewan wasn't too focused on podcasts and buses. Like it, it's <laughs> with it. It's the thing with it too. Like that they it's had a good team. Which is not a bad deal. Like the podcast no. on a bus was not not a bad. It was very. Nah, that, that's so, fine. Like, that's, it's that's a good cat. Like, it's a good podcast. Like it, it's the thing with it is like it. Tennessee, it's all Michigan boys though. It is. I can't get behind that. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't like Michigan. I don't like Michigan at all. I will I don't say, like Michigan either. Yeah, I, but what I will say too with it, like it, it's. 
I mean, at least they won the games in week one. Not a they lot did. of teams did. They did. Uh, former Michigan State wide receiver absolutely dragged and exposed LSU for what they are. Uh, but we'll get into that later. But I mean, like, let, let, let's let's rip the band-aid right off, man. Let's get it. So Utah versus Gators. Uh, I don't know why we were talking smack going into it, but I will give Utah all the props for firing back immediately. Because it, it's, see, I don't know how much you listen to the show or how much episodes you've heard of ours, but one thing that we always talk about, like, I, I am all for trash talk. Jalen and I both are. Like, I, growing up in Jacksonville, you know, playing football in Florida, Jalen, you growing up in Southeast Georgia, both of us going to school out there. Like, it's the only way you, get somebody to stop talking smack is when you shut them down. That's That's the only way. Shut it down. If you shut it down, then then they'll stop talking. That's just how it is. But until then, they're going to keep talking. So, like, it's when you fire out as a team that scraped together a bowl berth and got dominated by Oregon State and then sent out a picture that says Lil Ass Stadium (laughs) and then get (laughs) schmacked. (laughs) <laughs> that program had every right to go a little ass W. <laughs> Dog, here's my question. How many plays did it take for Utah to score on, on the first play? Well, you just said it right there. Yeah, that 70 yard <laughs> bomb, man. Like that. I literally I, I was sitting there watching my phone. And I'm just like, that's gonna be long night. Dog, and here's the thing with me. I was at CC's Pizza when I when that game popped up on Thursday. So I'm thinking like, all right. Yeah, shout out CC's. <laughs> Always love it. Um, so I was there. So I was at CC's. I was watching. The, I was watching the game. Uh, I ate all my. I ate my third plate of pizza. Then I went mm. to go get my fourth. By the time I turned around, it was seven zero. Yep, that's how it works. No. Yep. And the I'm Gators. like, I was just trying to get a cheese. So here, here's what I'll say: the Gators, and you guys can agree with me on this or not. The Gators are. Always, and I don't know what it is, we're always two or three plays away from an entirely different story. Now, that's not an excuse. That's me explaining what happened. Like, I'm I mean, gonna... even even in that game, like, y'all drove the field. It wasn't yeah. it, it wasn't hard to drive the field, but y'all offensive line was terrible, though. Like, we couldn't finish. They was bad. We're like Devin Booker hitting a three. We can't finish. <laughs> <laughs> not Devin Booker. Sorry. I want to take that back. Um Oh, who's the idiot who called out LeBron? Dylan Brooks, that's it. Oh, yeah, Dylan Brooks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, there's one dude I follow on. Uh, I watch him on YouTube and I follow him on Twitter. Uh, Flick Productions on YouTube. He's a 2K YouTuber. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he did uh, when he sent out, uh, somebody put out a picture of uh, Van Vliet and uh, Dylan Brooks. Like, who's going to stop this duo? And he goes, the rim? <laughs> <laughs> He's not Wait, wrong. you talking about the Grizzlies? Yeah, gri- yeah, yeah, Grizzlies, with the Grizzlies, like, yeah. No, this is because Dylan Brooks isn't on there anymore. This is during the offseason. Yeah. So he's like, the rim? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, wait, Houston, that's right. They both Houston, Houston that's right, right. That's right, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I don't know why they paid that man that much. But anyways, yeah. it, it's – we were two or three plays away every time. You know, it, it was stupid penalties. It was – if you look at the major things, fourth and one, fourth and two, something like that, false start. Puts us back in a, you know, now we have to kick it and we miss the field call. We push it. We stop them on defense. Great. Two number threes in the field. Yeah. Now they get a first. Not kick. only that, but then the the catching the punts within the five yard line. I, 
Let I it play go. Fo- I played football. Like my whole life, I played football, right? That was a big no no. Yeah. If you got to run backwards for the punt, you let it go. If it's yeah, prom said prom said that back when he was in NFL. Yeah, yeah, you if you got to drop back five, if you got to cut if the, if you got to take more than five steps forward or five steps back and somebody's near you, let it go. There exactly. Are, there are very few players who have that green light and even less in college. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure one of them ain't one of them. No, no. One of them that had that green light played for FSU was the greatest of all time at cornerback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Hall of Famer and now proven to all the naysayers, all the haters <laughs> that he could do it at the next level. Who am I referring to? That would be one primetime Deion Sanders, Coach Prime. So Prime, Prime and his son Shadur and his other son Shiloh and his other godson Travis Hunter, mm-hmm. they did they did a thing in Texas where Prime actually owns a home in Texas in that same area. They did a thing. They did they did a thing on Saturday. Right? Here, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I'm I'm not. I don't want to take anything away from Colorado. That was an incredible game. Shador broke school records through for like what seventy something percent, five hundred yards. Like nine completions. Nine, nine incompletions. He balled five, out. 510 yards. Travis Hunter yards. had one of the most athletic interceptions I've seen in a long time. Like, that was yeah, – like, 11, ca- 11 catches, 119, and, and a pick. I don't ag- Should have had a touchdown. Should have mm-hmm. had two. Should have had two of them. Should have had two. I don't agree with, like, the color commentators too often just because I feel like a lot of those guys speak until they say something. Which one? Any of them. Okay. <laughs> Any of them. They they speak until they say something. It's like I, I feel the same way about that that I do about like the halftime interviews of the coaches. So, oh, coach, you know your your team's behind. What are you going to do in the second half? Okay, put up more points in them and make sure they don't put up any more. Simple as that. Let's move on. Give them give them the great <laughs> give them um uh, give them the great Popovich treatment. Yeah, get out, yeah. get on my face. We're not doing this. But like it's, <sighs> I don't want to take it away from Prime because it. But you're about to. No, here let me explain. He out coached TCU without question. The only thing I will say, TCU should not have been ranked. No, they that, should. That's, that's no, they should they not will, have been. Here, here's, why, here's why I say that. You have to respect the ones that were in the championship. That's all. That's like an un, that's an unwritten rule. That's Ooh, a, yeah, but that's they, a, that's not lost. when you get smoked like that. They no, no, no. Lot, True, you were right. <laughs> but here's no, because you got smoked like that, you still got to rank them, just not high. But they, they 17 lost and the- below. Was right. Was right where they needed to be. I, I don't know. So like, I I kind of agree. I kind of agree as far as like they shouldn't have been ranked. They lost a lot. They lost their quarterback. They lost, I think, two receivers, a corner, their running back to the draft. Those True. were like their guys. Like those mm-hmm. were their guys. All of them left. Went to the NFL. <laughs> it, it was a lot of it was a lot of question marks on TCU going in, and then on top of that, they were twenty one point favorites. So like. It's one of those things. That's why Vegas. Vegas only knows so much. That's what the disrespect is. I'm saying like that's – so, I I mean, I'm not – and I'm with you. Like, I'm not taking anything from Prime because I think they did their thing. Prime, Shador, Travis Hunter, hell, uh, Dylan Edwards did his thing. Edwards balled out. The running back had 135 receiving yards. So, I mean, he did his (laughs) thing. But, but yeah, TCU, I I don't think they're a good team. I think with with Colorado – the test comes when they play USC. The mm-hmm. test comes when they play a Utah, when they play a Oregon. 
those those are the tests yeah. for for Colorado. And I think later on in the season, we're going to see that TCU was one of those teams where it's like, all right, damn, Colorado should have beat them. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a team they should have beat. But I, I do think I think I think Colorado's good. Uh, USC is going to be a blow, uh, not a blowout, a shootout. And then we get to see them against Oregon's defense and Utah's defense, and that's really where you know everything everything will fall in line. Mm-hmm. Here's where here's where um here's here's my mindset. There's three takeaways I took out of this. Well, number one, Travis Hunter and Shadur Sanders were as good as advertised. Mm-hmm. Jackson yeah. State wasn't a fluke. No, I get they're, tired. They're big time. I get tired of people want to discredit the level of competition at HBCU. If you can ball, ball. If you can ball, Shannon Sharp once said, "If you're that dude, they'll find you." Yep, he's right. That's the fact. Prime took the job to Colorado. It was a not. It was a non. It was a non given. That's nothing. There's nothing wrong with HBCU, but you got to go. Like if the money's there, you got to go. But also the different level of challenges, you got to go as well. There was Colorado a lot of was, others. Oh, hold on. Colorado oh, was one eleven last season, mm-hmm. and then when Prime came. He cleaned house and he got scrutinized for it. There were some points, but I was on the side of prime. You went 111. Why the heck would I bring you back? I'm about to bring mine, and mine has shown that they have the will to win. I got loose. Now, you mm-hmm. got now. Here's why I took away that conversation that he had with the guys that were already there. You might as well go ahead and get ready to go. If you are a dog, you going you're not gonna take that lightly. And you said, I'm going to prove to you I can play on this level. The ones that dip ain't built like that. No. They're not. So he kept his word. People thought it was desperate. No, that's self-love. That's life. Yeah. That's life. That's one. And Well, the one main phrase of it, problem is right. And what he did was right. Yeah. And it's proven that it was right. That's one. Here's number two. Shadur can play the, uh, Shadur can play the next level. I'm already convinced. I'm- I always knew he had talent. I already knew he's trained. He could play at the next level just based off that game. Because I'm not. you can handle that moment, the way you handle yourself, and the way he and the way he psychologically dissected the defense of TCU, who had a much better front, and he knew that. Now the offensive line of Colorado still a still a big question mark, and they're gonna get tested by Nebraska. Nebraska ain't that good, but their front is that physical. If you paid attention to the Nebraska um, Minnesota game. They're not that they're, um Colorado's not that physical at the front. They got some talent, but even Prime already said, I gotta get some big boys in the next coming years. But the way that Shadur did was like a Tom Brady, Peyton Manning S, where they mentally processed, dissected every single little thing. And the way that coach and the way the offensive coordinator who came out of Kent State, he called a beautiful game. They can make, they're going to make some noise. Here's the third thing. Because of this win, Prime, Prime in Colorado didn't just put the college world on notice. Prime put the whole coaching union on notice. Because here's the thing. We already know Prime can recruit. He can get the talent. Because a lot of guys that were kids back when Prime was doing like youth football camps, that continue to develop and that are going to be like four stars, five stars as they reach their senior years. Prime already know he's going to get them. But he had to show the world he can win on this level as a coach of Colorado. Now, Colorado's moving over to the Big 12. That's Texas country. 
even though Texas is moving to the SEC. And the Big Pac-12 12 is, is still probably too. Yes, and Big Twelve is already is in is in uh, Big Twelve is heavy in the Texas area. Prime already got a house in Texas. He coached high school in Texas. You you telling me he ain't gonna convince a lot of a lot of kids, uh, and that's in that state to come to Colorado to play for him. He's getting the attention. His son's getting the attention. I didn't even mention Travis Hunter, who's already a stud, and that's a like and that's a Heisman candidate. Right now, Prime is on his verge of setting this trend, and coaches outside of Nick Saban are got to be on, got to be ten toes down and heavy on it. That, that is why you're seeing guys like Colorado succeed because of the decisions they made and how quickly they adapt. And you see guys like Clemson and Dabo starting to hit, starting to hit low. Let's get into that one in a minute. Like I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say Shador is ready yet. He definitely has the intangibles. And one thing I like about seeing an air raid offense from the mind of a guy like Prime, when you have one of the best corners to ever do it, he knows, like, as a high school receiver, like, you're kind of taught, like, what to look for in a DB, but only, like, a DB knows, like, okay, he hates seeing this. If I can see his feet here, I know I can get him going this way, where I can go back this way. Like, watching a DB dissect his own, you know, side of the ball, Yep. It's great. So that's why I think that offense is going to be so potent because he could be like, if we do this, 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 and this, this is where we can find the holes and everything. We can move the ball down the field and be fine. Yeah. I'm not. And what I think is going to help too, it, Travis Hunter said it best. Part of the reason why he went to Jackson state and he goes, I'm a two way player. And I also, you know, I don't know if I want to play corner. I want to play wide receiver, but if I want to play corner, why wouldn't I learn from one of the best to ever do it? Like now, now he I know that he's going to give an opportunity to play yeah. offense as well. Yeah, exactly. And now he's got, you know, a, a D1 program school to go to. So now he has the money. He has the resources. They have the allure. They have everything else. So now everything they didn't and have. And they're getting the support. Exactly. Unfortunately, a lot of the stuff they didn't have at Jackson State, but Prime brought it in. Now they have at that level. So now they've got, now they have the televised games. You know, now they have everything else that they, you know, could have had a disadvantage against. Ryan's about to take the world by storm. Celia, what you think? Again. Again. Yeah, no, I I I think so as well. I mean, and I'm glad, you know, he left and went to a bigger school. Um, and I mean it's it's no no slight to HBCUs, but we know like going up to the FBS level, you you have more there's more money, there's more funding, there's more resources at that level. So now those players come in and they get all of these big time things. Um, and I, I do think Shadur. I like what I saw from Shadur. So, like, coming out of Jackson State, I wasn't a huge fan of Shadur. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, he's good. But there's some things I need to see before I can be like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer. And I saw that on Saturday. Um, a lot of it at Jackson State, was a, it, it seemed like it was – because when I went back and watched some of the film, it seemed like it was just, like, one read offense, and then you go. When they got to Colorado, I wanted to see if that changed. I wanted to see if, if Shadur could go through his progressions, get to his first read, second read, third read. He did that. He did that on Saturday. And I, that's why I tweeted out on Saturday. I was like, all right, I, I'm a believer now. I, I'm a mm. fan of Shador now. Like, I, I know I know he was good at Jackson State, but I saw some things today that, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan now. People's, people tried to criticize me for that because it was like, oh, well, he did the same thing at Jackson State. Nah, he didn't. It was like, different. If you, it was different. If you take a look deeper into his game, it was different. And he just got like better. He, he got mm-hmm. better. And just like he said, like, 
the competition doesn't really change. The the biggest thing that you see the competition is in the trenches. Mm-hmm. The, the trenches are a lot faster. They're a lot more physical at the at the at the higher level. Um, so Jackson State, we already know they got dogs. We know HBCU players are dogs. We've seen them come into the NFL dominate for years. And then, <laughs> so I mean, we know we know what they got at HBCU level. It's just like he said, the trenches are different when you get up to that FBS level, to that P5 level. The trenches are different, but the game is the same. And yeah. I just wanted to see him be able to process, go through his reads. He's a pocket passer that can use his legs. Like that's that's what I like. That's about dangerous. Him. He yeah. doesn't have the strongest arm, but he's and he's accurate. not and he's not the fastest guy. He's well, not that's... the fastest, but he's accurate and he's on time. So he's Dan, one time. Dan Mullen said it too, and I'm I'm not the biggest Dan Mullen fan, but like with with Dan, we've been going a lot lot of bad coaches in Florida for a long time. <laughs> oh, oh, Billy, I, I'm you can clock me on it now. Book it. I don't care. Billy Napier, if he does not show improvement this year, he has half of a season next year to show improvement. Then he's out. Yeah, we are talking Co- about that. Coaches oh. traditionally have three years, but let's uh, the one thing I do want to say: you don't have to be a good runner. You have to be a willing runner. Yep. Brady yep. wasn't a good runner either, but he made that two yard fall forward work. Like that's yep. just same know. thing with Peyton Manning. I remember yep. all the rushing touchdowns he had. All of them came from PA boots. Um, <laughs> but real quick, real quick, because I know we got to move on. We got to move on to Clemson and then um, talk about the biggest party in Tuscaloosa. Uh, Shadur's ball placement in that game at TCU in those moments, mind you, when they were up, he had the answer on fourth downs, mm-hmm. and he did that. Tremendous play calling by the OC and by the OC out of Kent State. That's one. Number two, uh, he hit a he hit um he missed Jimmy Horn Jr. after Travis Hunter. Actually, he didn't miss. The ball placement was there. Horn Jr. got to catch it in his hands. This was after Travis Hunter had the diving interception, and then he came right back and hit uh, Dawson with a beautiful over the shoulder from. I think it was from his 40, 40 yard line to TCU's 18 yard line. Dan, uh, Dan Orlovsky, ESPN's Dan Orlovsky, he actually did a breakdown on it where the ball placement of a professional football player, professional quarterback, you have to make that throw. He made the throw and it was on the money. The play calling, the designs of which Colorado runs, it's been, it was tremendous, but it's just the way he dissected and he threw money balls it was dots the biggest thing he answered the call because in that moment where tcu was starting to shift momentum i kept saying all right Shadur, you gotta answer he answered you gotta mm-hmm. answer he answered you gotta answer he answered and the thing about it we're gonna question their defensive front we're gonna question their offensive front the trenches is what we're gonna question about colorado skill players there's no question that's one of the best in the country offense and defense because that's secondary, because it's like Kumani, uh, Kumani McClain didn't even play in that game. He didn't even play. Nope. No, nah, they're going to be fine. It, they're going to be fine. It, it's definitely that. And the, the reason why I'm not sold on Shador yet, it, it's – I want to see okay. him do it again. Okay, I was about to ask you, what will it take for you to be convinced on Shador? Because I'm already convinced. I need to see how he shows up against USC. Simple as that. I need uh, uh, to see – I don't care how you play – against guys who shouldn't be at the level they're at. Uh, that's my shot at okay. TCU. TCU. TCU should not have been ranked. Not saying they're a bad team. They should not have been a ranked team. They're I'm not a see... bad team. They got three. No, like, to they, me, they got that's two what I'm saying. They're not a bad team. Be... 
They're not. They got two team. good players on that team that I really like. I like that big tight end Wiley uh, mm-hmm. on on TCU. But they should have been right. I like That's him. And even though Newton got even though Newton got mossed by Travis Hunter, I still like Newton. I still like Newton. I like Newton too. And apparently Dion likes Newton and Prime yeah. might be trying to take him over to Colorado. <laughs> I did see that. that. I, I did see that. Yeah. That's uh, the last person you were talking to your players. He got man. Yeah, that's the last person. He stole Kermani from the U, man. Yeah, like, I'm like, he come on, U, dog. Wait a minute. Don't worry. Now you know how FSU feels. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I, I see. I don't, care, speaking I don't of, care nothing about them. I hey, sp- speaking of <laughs> an ACC team, there was another AC, there were a, a ACC team. We get, yeah, we, get, we got to end on Duke, but we I, I got I, I to gotta get into Brian Kelly. I hate that, man. I hate well, I him about, so much. We was gonna talk. We was gonna talk about ACC. I mean, there was another ACC team that was like uh that beat that beat Brian Kelly. Uh, is FSU back? I know that's what I was LSU saying. Back? LSU. It, I think you're I, FSU. It, it's both. FSU is back, and LSU just isn't that. It, it's something you see a lot, and this is why I'm still another reason why I'm not completely sold on Colorado yet. When it's a new coach, a new system, a new quarterback, and it's using the offense differently. You usually have that one year of like, oh shit, maybe it was the coach. But then when people get smart and wise up and figure out what you're doing, it gets easier to stop it. So I think LSU had an easier. I want to say easier, like uh, it it gets more predictable. Less difficult. It gets more predictable. It gets more predictable. Like it's you understand what they're going to do again. Because when it's you have if you have no tape on somebody and. We'll get into this. Why I think Richardson is going to have a decent game against uh, Jacksonville because there's no no tape on him outside of a few snaps. Like it's that's the thing. If you have no tape, you don't know what they're going to do, and they can since they have no tape, you can play that to your advantage. You can show some plays and keep some in your back pocket and change things out. And I mean, it, we all played football in high school and growing up. You always have install days for new plays and stuff like that. You always have that. It's like, oh well, this play didn't work. Let's take it out and put this in. So there's always things that are changing. So. I expect them to have. Hmm. What does that got to do with FSU and LSU? I'm getting there. Okay. So patience. <laughs> so with what happened with LSU? LSU had their year last year where they could have, you know, no of all surprises. No one knew where they were going to be. Zero expectations. They did fine. Brian Kelly came in with that fake Southern accent, doing that pep rally crap. That yep, uh-huh. <laughs> Tell you what, we're gonna go win some football games. But like, you have never sounded like that. Ever. <laughs> you have never sounded. What are you doing? Who is this man? But it's all like I, I yeah, it, it's he won nothing in Notre Dame. Uh he's a bum. Uh, but it's he goes to LSU, he does okay for a year. They go 10 and 5. Everyone's acting like they set the world on fire. They went 10 and 5. Did they go ten and five? They they won like ten games. It wasn't that much. Like they didn't do that. They right. beat they beat Bama, which turned which turned like which really turned everybody on, and they did it in dramatic. So fashion. did Texas so A and M. Point taken. A and M beat them twice, and one of them was with Manziel. One was on a field goal, but even then, like neither of those teams. Yes, did but one. Like yes, but one A and M group actually watched film. It, that's true. <laughs> Look, any any given Sunday, any given Saturday, anybody could win. It's about who wants it more. And FSU has more players on this team. And I've said it, I've been saying it for weeks now. And I think this is why Prime did what he did. Everybody loves to win. I don't want people on my team who love to win. I want people on my team who hate to lose. Because if you love to win, you're going to have that, like, you're not going to try as hard. But if you hate to lose, you're going to do everything in your power to make sure that you don't ever lose again. 
See, Lou, what you thought about the FSU LSU game? Also, I mean, Keon, uh, Keon, Keon owns, owns LSU <laughs> at this point. Yeah, at this point, he owns real estate, you know, with LSU. But uh, nah, I mean, with FSU, listen, man, I, and I hate to say this, I'm a Hurricane fan, so I definitely hate to say this. I'm a Gator fan. I'm with you. Yeah, I know. Like, this hurts. But I, but I do think FSU might be back. I think this might be a really good team from FSU when you have a Jared Verse on one side of the ball. Um, you have Trey Benson, even though he didn't have a great game against LSU, but you have a Trey Benson, you have a Keon Coleman, you have Jordan Travis, who looks like he really settled into that game in his second half. Um, because he really because at first he looked kind of shaky, but then that second half of that game where you saw them take off, he he played a lot better. Um, so I, I think FSU is back, man. I I've never been sold on Brian Kelly. I did think that because he was going to LSU, it would be easier for him to recruit. Because you know Notre Dame, they have those requirements even for student athletes. But LSU is football, baby. It ain't. We don't care. Like, just come it's in. It's Southeastern the South. football. Yeah, it's it's the <laughs> South, man. Like, just hey, do you got a two point five? All right, cool. Let's go. Like, <laughs> you got a two point oh? What 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 credit? What 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 class did you take in the semester? Yeah, nah, you're taking these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're taking so these. So like, so like, uh, I would have thought like things would have been better, especially this year, second year in the system for Jaden Daniels, and he didn't look that good. It's, I mean, the, LSU they got some things to work out. They got some things to work out. Brian Kelly got to figure it out going forward, which I'm pretty sure they'll bounce back. But yeah, this this wasn't a good game for them, and I think FSU is 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 back in the building. Okay, real quick, I'm a, I got a question for both of y'all. I'm gonna do it like this. Uh, like since this is Tuesday, we're gonna do a quick overreaction Tuesday since we missed it on Monday. So overreaction, we look at all the teams that were ranked that law that got upset: TCU, LSU, uh, Florida. Uh, scratch that, not Florida. That's not um, upset. <laughs> TCU, LSU, and Clemson. Out of those three, TCU, LSU, and Clemson. Which one do you feel like? Can, okay, which one? Or which one would y'all choose to be able to turn it around? Say like, oh, we just overreact from one game, and which one do you feel like that's not an overreaction? They're just not good. LSU, I feel like is a you know it's just one game they can turn it around. Um, TCU and Clemson to me they're just not that good. I would not say Clemson probably more so than uh, TCU because Clemson was what top ten. Uh nine. Number yeah, nine. So, yeah. so yeah, I gotta go Clemson. I don't I just don't think they're that good. And no. they just got dropped down to 25. Yeah. Colorado just went up to 22. Yeah. That that's why I took uh that's why I took the spread against Duke and Clemson. Because they were like, yeah. Oh, it's a Duke's gonna win by 12 and a half. I'm like, nah. <laughs> it, and to me, to me, if you watch oh, that Clemson's game with Duke, Duke and Clemson, if you watch that game, either Dabo has lost that team already, or they're just not he got catfished by a bunch of recruits. Like it's one or the other because I don't think he got catfished. I think he catfished a Someone lot. Someone get me. <laughs> he he probably he probably was on his Roy uh you know his Roy stuff you know from BS High. He was probably on that. But um I mean because they just didn't the players didn't look good. Like they it's not the Clemson team that we're used to seeing. They couldn't tackle. They couldn't get off blocks. Like they just looked like they didn't care if they won or lost that game. They look untalented. They don't love when they don't. But, Hate what or they don't sorry, they love winning, they don't hate losing. That's yeah. all uh, the only person that's talented is the running back. And Shipley can't um, Shipley's Shipley. not Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's he ain't thing. gonna carry it on by himself. His not with that line doesn't block. 
here's my thing with Clemson and again, I, I love competition. I want my, I want my opponents, my, my enemies to be better. That's going to push me to be even greater. Uh, that's always been my philosophy on that. Iron so for the longest man, time, man. so the longest time, Bama, we've been on you know top of the mountain. Other guys have been chasing. I always thought Clemson was right there with us, and a lot of Clemson fans keep the, uh, like thought they surpassed us that they were there. Now I'm at the point where here's where here's where Dabble truly messed up because I thought he was on the rise of being the best coach in the country. He. Not he not not only the transfer portal, he not NIL. Nick Saban, go back and look at his quotes. He never knocked NIL. He questioned, is this the route we want to go? He gave a warning. He never knocked it. He never said we shouldn't do it. He said, Are you sure this is what you want to do? Are you sure this is where we're gonna go? Because this is what's gonna happen. That is a warning, not a knock. Dabble knocked him. He said we shouldn't do it. And Richard Sherman talked about this on the New Undisputed. He he pointed out how if you're a recruit, you're looking to go somewhere, and you see that a coach is against you getting your own money for your likeness, for yourself, to be able to help out with your family, that's a push-off. That's a red flag. That's a turn-off. And I think now, because of that, and because he's been against the portal, and because he's like he made the statement about the NIL, it's starting to trend down because here's how you lose your job, especially if you won a national championship uh, in college football. If you can't not win and if you can't recruit, you're done. I don't believe that both done yet, but if we start seeing the decline in their recruiting classes in Clemson, they're in big trouble because guess what? They can't just go into Texas and recruit no more. No, nope, Texas, A&M, they're, still, they're, get, they're getting guys. That's they can't go into Florida either. Florida State, Florida State, Miami, they're recruiting at an elite level. You can't just go in there and get them. Georgia, hey, don't that, even try it. Not only that, with Texas, it's it's going to be definitely hard now to go in there and steal their recruits because Texas going to the SEC is going to yeah, be yeah. Now you got SEC money. Yeah, you got SEC money, and like you said, Miami's recruiting the South, you know, South Florida heavily. And if they can get a lock on that, like they they did in the recent years, it's going to be hard to come in there and steal some of those top recruits out of Miami. Um, Florida State still recruiting Florida well. It's like, and when when all three of them are good, like Florida, Florida State, and Miami, and if they're recruiting Florida, it's good for the game. It's, it's good, good for the game. It's, it's good, good for the game. game. But then you're not getting you're anybody gonna... out of Florida. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Florida's you're not locked. getting nobody out of Florida. That's on locking. Key. Unless you're Bama. Bama might still a couple, Maybe. but it ain't gonna get a lot. Maybe because everybody everybody in Florida is as someone who grew up there. See, I know so, you can back up with this too. Yeah. Like you dream of playing for those Florida teams. And then when they come not, which never happened to me, uh, but when they come <laughs> knocking, you're like, all right, yeah, but it, fuck, it, screw everybody else. Like I'm, yeah. I'm going to Miami. I'm going when, to Florida. I'm going to Florida. When State. those teams are in their dominance is because they got Florida on lock and key. And, and the thing is you can, you may come in and get like two or three, maybe, maybe five, but Florida, Florida State, and Miami locking it down, and that and that's the thing that they got to do. And if it, if they're doing that, Dabo is not going into Florida and getting anybody out of there. No, I do want to. So I pulled up the stats, Cade, and this is why I think it, it's Jalen. I'll answer your question too. I, I'm I'm with Cedo on this. I think I hate to say it, LSU can't turn it around. You said Just, it can or can't can. Okay. I hate, I hate to say it because I don't like giving Brian Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I don't like him either. Uh, I think LSU <laughs> can turn it around. I think TCU is going to be 
T. I, you know what? No, I'm a, I'm gonna get I'm gonna go bowl with this one. I don't think LSU can turn it around. I think TCU turns it around, and I think Clemson is on the decline. I think LSU is on the fringe, and I think the reason why LSU is gonna be on or is on the fringe now is now like what we said with Texas coming into the SEC, with Oklahoma coming into the SEC, with them bringing those recruiting pools, you can't pull from those states anymore. So True, they've got Louisiana more, got their own share of talent. Like uh, this year, I'm just talking about this season. I, 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 oh no, no, I know, but I'm also looking long term and everything too. But I think Clemson, if you look at Clemson, just look at the numbers. Like, and this Duke team isn't like they're not scrubs either. Like the Duke team was good. This is a nine win team last year. People like to act like this is just you know a bunch of nobodies that, who came that, like somebody. That surprised me. It, like nobody cares about Duke. <laughs> no, not football. This was this a ain't basketball. Yeah, this, this was a nine. This, uh, this ain't uh, what they call a sc- uh, scholastalon or whatever you call it. <laughs> scholastic book fair. <laughs> yeah, this ain't the book fair. This, this ain't the debate ch- club. This ain't an all-time chess match. This isn't lacrosse or swimming and diving. This is football. <laughs> this ain't pickleball. And tennis. Pickleball. Like, it's pickleball. Good God. This is an ultimate frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, like, look, right, like, here's what I'm at with it. Here's what I'm at with it. Like, Duke is a solid team. Like, it, it, Duke, Duke yeah. is a good team. Now, if this is where I have an issue. This Clemson team is reminding me of the Taj Boyd days. That's not what gonna, I have an issue not, with. Not gonna go that far on that one because Here's, the Taj Boyd day, that those was actually some good days. I would say early Taj Boyd. Okay, there wasn't early Taj Boyd. Early Taj Boyd was like uh, not like was they can't make noise, but they weren't threatening the ACC. Yeah, and that's yeah. how I feel about that's how I feel about Clemson. Clemson's making noise; they're not a threat to anybody right now. So they're. Will Shipley is clearly their offensive driver. He had 17 carries, averaged seven yards a carry for 114 yards. Why aren't you giving him the ball? (laughs) Well, let's see. It was six to seven, man. Clemson lost Garrett. uh, What what, what was his name? Garrett Venables? Yeah. Garrett Venables. Brett Venables or something like that. Brett Venables. Yeah, Brett Venables' son. They lost him to Oklahoma. And it's looking like Dabo hasn't been able to recover for that. No. Dabo has had really good assistant coaches alongside him, just like Nick Saban has had his entire his entire career. He's been doing a good job with that. But with Dabo, it looked like he's getting more involved with that, and it's not looking good right now. Uh, Dabo has been able to be the CEO of Clemson for quite some time, and he's always had like a generational-type quarterback. Deshaun, oh, like all, like uh, ally, uh, Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. And at one point, DJ Uyunglele, who was trending on paper. last night, game ain't played on paper, but he looked good. If if and this is what I'm saying, if he balls out at Oregon State, this shows that he wasn't the problem. It no, shows Pac-12 that Clemson was the problem. Loaded. You're talking about a one, you're talking about a way to go out. Pac-12 went undefeated last or this week. That's what I'm saying. That it's lo- crazy. Like, they are loaded at quarterback. You look at. Dog, you look at Shadur, you look at Caleb Williams, you look at Uyunglele. Uh, uh, like, hey, Washington got a, got that left-handed dude. Uh, Penix. Michael Penix, yeah. Michael Penix, Penix Jr., the, the Illinois tra- like, the Indiana I transfer. Never, I never thought I'd say this. You look at Bo Nix at Oregon. I never thought I'd say that. I'm, you would be both. <laughs> when they're I like Bo Nix, like, he's, he's a different man. He's a different man at Oregon. It's crazy, too. DJ's not good, though. I don't. I don't think DJ's good. Uh, well, I, big, I need, big body, I'm not sold yet. We know how the NFL is going to do it. Yeah, they're going to love him. He's a whole like, You got to put him in the right system. He got to be in the right system. He but, can hold um, clipboard for three seasons. 
I got a big point that I want to throw out there when we when we talk NFL. But yeah, I want to touch on one thing real quick that, before we get into that. Uh, I, I, I uh, want to touch on Kate Klubnick's QBR because that's what so, had my jaw right, drop. Touch on that, and then we got to talk, and then we're going to finish um, college football um, when we talk about the biggest party in Tuscaloosa this week. Twenty-seven point nine. Yeah, that's bad. That's awful. That's but, awful. Hey, but give, hey, but give him credit for hawking down the cornerback after a fumble. I will. No, I'll give him credit for that. Klubnick's a kid who hates to lose. I'll give him that, but the rest of the team just doesn't hate to lose, and that's what the problem is. It's and the one thing I will say too, I, I saw some dude on Twitter who was like, he, I, I'm talking like Moby Dick level book of just like excuses, like why I'm not sold on Clemson yet, and he clearly pays for Twitter because I clicked on. It, I'm like, oh, oh my god, all right, <laughs> this is a this is a four scroll here, all right. And I'm reading this whole thing, and I'm like, you know. If he didn't have X amount of incompletions, if he didn't have that interception, the offensive line blocked better on this play, and we didn't do this fumble and run this style. Blah, blah, he's like, if we, if, 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 I'm like, if, that's cool. If, if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. The other one is if the queen had nuts, she'd be the king. Violets are bluish. If it wasn't for Jesus, we'd all be Jewish. If it's all so close and almost, it, it's again horseshoes and hand grenades, man. Like the, it's the only time where if and almost count. You know, you, you if whatever hindsight's always twenty twenty. You got smacked by a team you should have beaten. But you didn't put up your first touchdown until the second quarter. And then didn't score again after that. No, until yeah, oh, no, that's it. Oh, <laughs> put up one touchdown in the second quarter, and then got blanked by Duke, who was historically hey, breaking breaking news. Uh, according to the Daily Loud Twitter account, oh, Antonio Brown says he has CTE. Wow. And yeah, that and, man been saying that for a while. I don't know why they just broke that news today. But that, that's also how I feel about like when Johnny Manziel came out. It's like yeah, I didn't watch film. I'm like yeah, we knew. We can tell. <laughs> we could I'm, tell, dog. We, trust me, I could see. I'm just now it all tracks. <laughs> like, yeah, because now we're sitting there like there's no way this man didn't watch film. Like there's no way. Like it, it looks like he didn't watch film, and then he's yeah, I didn't watch any film. I'm like all yeah, right. all right, I believe real, it. Real, real quick, because we got to get in the film. Yeah, we got to get. Um, moving. there's a big party in Tuscaloosa. So much music is going to be in town. I, I'm like, like my week don't start until Thursday. Uh, with preparing like beverages in the club suites. Friday got to handle with donors. Then Saturday, biggest party and uh, biggest party uh, in Tuscaloosa. Uh, this is gonna be the first time College Game Day has been in Tuscaloosa since 2019. That was the Joe Burrow uh, versus Tua. That was one of the greatest games of all time uh, back in 2019. Even though LSU won, but still was one of the greatest games of all time. Texas comes to town. Steve Sarkeesian's first time, um, first time returning back to Tuscaloosa. Uh, bring Quinn Ewers, of course. Arch Manning is uh, like Archie Manning is back. Uh, Arch Manning is uh, you know in the backup role, so QB3. a lot of hype on that one. QB3. Uh, <laughs> Alabama coming in, one of the one of the biggest offensive lines in the game. Real a real strong defense. A whole lot of hype going into it. Uh, my expectation for it, Bama's gonna win. Uh, Bama's gonna win. That's always gonna be my expectations. But uh, the reason why uh, reason why I bring up the offensive line is this: um, we started to see back when Bama was more so in heavy prime of college football. 
they believed on playing great defense, running the ball, being more physical than their opponent. Then when we got Lane Kiffin, it started to shift over into the spread air raid type system, West Coast RPO game. It's still involved in football. It's still involved in college football to this day because like Tennessee, they do their own thing as well. And they're very scary on their part. But the reason why I bring this up is this. Everybody has adapted to the air raid passing system. But when I watch us, when I watch Bama play against Middle Tennessee, albeit it's Middle Tennessee, I start to see a change in dynamic where we're bringing a physical brand of basket, um, basketball, uh, football back into the match. You're still where, thinking about Duke. <laughs> yeah, I'm still thinking about Duke. But um, Alabama could possibly bring back the physical, uh, physical nature of back, uh, of football back in the college football this season if they're able to do it right. You look at Jalen Milrow, big physical guy. He's shown an improvement as a quarterback, and he's going to get a true test this Saturday against the Longhorns. But look at the size of their offensive line. It is huge. Average height and weight is 6'5", 330. Um, you look at that, if they're able to punish guys, because you look at Georgia the last two, uh, last two, re- last two titles that they had, it wasn't just the air raid, even though they got the best tight end in football in Brock Bowers. It was the mm-hmm. fact that they were out physical and they were out physical in people and beating them up all the way to down the national championships. Except for Bama, they didn't like they didn't beat us up. They just made great plays. But that's neither here nor there. The thing that I'm starting to see with Alabama is physicality starting to come back, especially within the SEC. If we start to get back to a trend, because Back when passing started to be there, defense had to be smaller and faster. Now, if we get back to a point where we got to be bigger and physical with more athleticism, we're starting to see a trend. So pay attention to that in this game coming this Saturday. I think Texas is going to have a rude awakening again because, I mean, it, it's – it was. I'm going to give him the respect. Like, he, Quinn Ewers, he's a good quarterback. But Steve Sarkeesian, he's one of the most dangerous offensive masterminds in the in the in college football. Him and Josh Heupel in Tennessee, those jokers scare me. I Heupel's scary. I Heupel looks really really good. I, I yeah, Heupel's scary because he he has spread your defense out and just and just kill you with speed. Like he he will set a mismatch on you. Think you have like your best corner going against his best receiver, and next thing you think, oh, he's off he's off the guy. Next thing you know, your key on Coleman versus Chestnut. <laughs> getting bodied three times. But who y'all got? Bam and Bam and Texas. Who y'all got? I I got Bam. It depends entirely on what Milro shows up. I think it's going to be good because when I looked at the game, Texas doesn't look strong at that front to me. No, but you know, uh, only time will tell. I got Bam because Quinn Ewers kind of carved them up last year. Yeah, when he was while he was playing and everything, but I think Sab is one of those people that like, all right, yeah, we won the game, but I got to get some back in blood now. Like, yeah, Sab Sab always has that. Like, all right, cool, <laughs> we got you next. Oh, year. we're petty, we're petty, petty. Here's how petty we are. Sab is that like, dude. And his thing, we are petty, and I, I like, and I, I love being petty. That's always been my name. I'm like that, but I'm professional with my stuff. I know when, where, and how, but I won't forget. I'm just plotting. Uh, yeah. Here's here's how. Hey, think about I last year. The other day, I'll tell you. In a minute. Last year, when we were when Bama had to go to Texas, it was 11 a.m. Central Time. It was hot as heck. We're not used to that, and we was on Fox. Mm-hmm. All right, so 
Now we're in the South, we're in Southeast SEC country in Bama at home, 6 p.m. And guess what? The only seats that a Texas fan can get is in the upper deck along with their bank. Because mm-hmm. they did us like that, we returned the favor. Get it back in blood. That's how petty you we gotta are. Get it back in blood. Man. You gotta, you gotta be, I mean, get it back in blood. I, quick side note: I did it the other day. I was getting, I was going back and forth with this kid, and uh, Darian's uh, one of his comments. Uh, Chill takes over on uh, TikTok. Him and I were going back and forth about something about who's better, Trey Lance or Brock Purdy. I'm like, it's Brock. And this guy's like, you build a team around the superior pro. Like after a couple minutes of going back and forth, he's like, you build a team around the superior prospect. I'm like, yeah, and that's Brock. And then a month and a half later, uh, Trey Lance gets traded to Dallas, and I spent 10 minutes going back and finding that comment, and I retweet him like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Look at the build around the superior prospect. That's crazy. See, I do stuff like we'll that. I, bo- I bookmark the tweet. Yeah. yeah, I bookmark the tweet. And, you know, when I got to go back and spend a block, I spend a block. Forget a, forget a bookmark, too. I screenshot, and I got a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. I got I a playlist. I, I did, did that. I did that after the Miami Heat beat up on uh, Boston. I, you know, I had to go back and spend the block on people with that. We man. we scared y'all, man. We nobody, well, nobody scared it, of that. No, you can't. Now. No, you, bro. You, no, 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 easy. No, 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 can't do it. Either you came back and win the series, or you quiet. I know you came back and forced the game seven, but dude, you didn't even show up in game seven. You right? No. Right. No, no. Jalen Brown didn't show up in Game Seven because Jalen Brown forgot how to dribble. It didn't matter. No, Jalen Brown never knew how to dribble, so you gotta you gotta know how you're before right. you forget. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right, now let's get into let's get let's get down to business. NFL season is back. Yes, sir. Chiefs and Lions kick it off on Thursday, which means we got two days. NFL Sunday ticket is now on YouTube TV. Once I get my money right, I'm going to get it. <laughs> uh, my Seahawks got the Billy Goats on Sunday afternoon. Your Colts got his Jags. Uh, Sunday night football, of course, the Cowboys are going to get it because they're going to lead the ratings. They ain't going to lead nothing else. Um, weekends are beautiful again. Yeah, weekend. It's Christmas time, man. Like this, this would yeah, always say it's Christmas we, time. We are at a good. We are at a good point in life. From here all the way down to February, weekends are good again. We can go yeah. to church, and now church, and now like if churches are done right, they'll end early like they're supposed to before the game starts. <laughs> See, the only thing that sucks now is, and I love it though. But my son's playing flag football, and they games on Sunday. So you oh. know, th- this coming Sunday with the Jags and the and the Colts. I'm gonna have to be on my phone because also Crazy. I'm traveling. Also, like I'm going to Chicago on, on Sunday too, so I'm gonna miss a whole slate of games unless I can get them on the plane. But at my son's practice or whatever Sunday, you know, I'll be on this little thing right here watching the yep. game because you know I gotta look, I gotta see what my what my what my boys are doing to the hometown team. You know, see them stomping <laughs> yeah. on the little stomping we'll on the little uh, the little kitty cats over. Hey, there. we we gonna right. be, look. You, you're you're saying it's like the Jags ain't about to win the division again. That's cool. I have y'all winning the division. Yeah, y'all oh, I know. Gonna, I, I was there. Gonna, y'all still gonna <laughs> split with the Colts, though. All right. So, all right. See, Luke, real quick, since you uh, since you're a guest, you're gonna start off, start off first. So, first question is: You're with Sports After Dark. Y'all have already had your shows. Y'all have already talked like months of content, um, mm-hmm. uh, content about the upcoming season. Give me your award predictions right now for this upcoming season. Who do you got? Come on, award for like. MVP, you know, MVP, defense player of the year, offense rookie of the year, offense okay. player of the year, all that stuff. Don't so, think you can't. Don't think you can't predict this Walter Payton of the year. Yeah, 
Oh, uh, so MVP, I got that going to Lamar this year. Or no, actually, I think I, I did Aaron Rodgers. I got Aaron Rodgers on MVP. Nah, um, nah, I'm out. <laughs> Jets ain't winning. Don't finish. And for DPOY, I got Michael Parsons winning that. I think he getting it back in blood. Like Micah had a tremendous year last year, and he didn't get not a single vote for DPOY. So I think, and he's at end this year. Like he's he's rushing the pass of this whole season. They they moved him from linebacker, and we already know the dangerous pass rusher he is. So I, I got Micah winning that. If Chris Jones ever comes back to play, he may, you know, he may be in that conversation. But um, let's see. Comeback player, yeah, I think it, it, as soon as DeMar Hamlin steps foot on the field, it's his award. Like, it's his award off top. I mean. Who could who, who can possibly challenge him? The only person I could say could challenge him is maybe Lamar. Like, Calvin. if Lamar comes back, yeah, Calvin Ridley could probably challenge him. But, like, the thing is, is, like, the dude. Damn yeah, yeah, he died. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's like from the dead. It's like you back on the field playing football again. I, I think they give it to him hands down. As as soon as he touches, crosses that white line to touch a blade of grass, he got the award. He he's been on borrowed time for almost a year now. Like he yeah, is, he yeah. It, it, I'm with you 100. Second he steps in the field, the award says. But it, it could be uh, a uh, special offensive player. Offensive, offensive player, player of the year. I'm gonna give that to Nick Chubb. Um. Okay. And then what else? That's it, ain't it? Defense, uh, you already got DOP. Uh, offensive rookie. rookie. Oh, rookie. rookie awards. Offensive rookie of the year is behind. I can't. I, I can't. Um, then then uh, defensive rookie of the year. Ooh, man. That's kind of hard. I'm going with that boy in Houston. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Will Anderson. Yeah, yeah I can definitely see that. Yeah. I'm with that. Yeah, defensive uh, rookie. I can see Will Anderson. And coach of the year. Um, coach of the year. I think that's gonna be between Doug Peterson and Brian Dable with the okay. giant. Yeah, I could see right. that. All right, Garrett. Uh let me ask you this. What are your expectations uh from week one? Not just your team, but just in like week one in and of itself. Football's back. What's your expectation for week one? So Hmm. I always try to not look too into it with week one. I mean, it, it's the reason why is because it, it's one of those things with week one, especially to where uh, there's a lot of growing pains the same way in college ball. It's the same way in the pros. There's a lot of growing pains, but you have been prepping for this for a long time, two weeks, actually. So I try not to look too into it. I I'm expecting uh, the bears to make a claim for the NFC North again. I think fields is, I've been saying it for months. Fields is about Fields can be that dude. Um, I think Jaguars continue to Trevor takes that next step. I think Herbert stays stagnant. Um, I'm so sick and tired of everybody piping up the the stat wizard that is Justin Herbert when he ain't won anything. He's a he he is a game above 500. If you look at his career win-loss record, he is a game above 500. Are you kidding me? <laughs> see, that's I see. I I hate that because like I don't see wins and losses as QB stats. I know I, I do think they contribute to it for sure. I mean, they mm-hmm. damn they have to. But also, when you look at that defense, dog, and even against y'all, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. The defense had four interceptions, right? But that second half, the defense was like, "All right, we're done. <laughs> like, but I'm gonna the, take a break." And the then on top, of that, on top of that, when you have a, when you have a lead like that. You got to lean on your running back, your you run do. game. 
You do. And Austin Eckling, that that's why they need they gotta get somebody that can that can pound the rocket that at those point in times in the games to where you ain't gotta throw the ball 50 times. That's the thing, that's the issue. Here's what now but we're in a committee, we're in a running back by committee era. Mm-hmm. Except for except for Derek Henry, because he yeah. is the committee. Here's the one thing I will say about that, because I agree with you on most points, except for that one thing. It, it was the offense in that game for the Chargers was never humming. No, it wasn't. They, it wasn't. They got the ball in our half of the field almost every time. That was and that's, what, and that's why I said the defense got those four interceptions and then it was like, all right, we done. It's yeah. on y'all. Yeah, the defense <laughs> is like, we did our part. Like, because our 99.99% of the time, you throw five, you have five turnovers. You're supposed to lose that game. You're losing that game. That's what we when we scored going to the second half. I'm like, I, I literally I felt like uh Jim Carrey's character, Dumb and Dumber. I'm like, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> so, but no, I, my expectations going into week one. Um, I think New York is going to be mid this year. I really do. Uh, it, the whole set of New York or just the Jets? Just the Jets. Giant, because the Giants, I mean, Daniel Jones has Darren Waller, who can't stay healthy for an entire season. Um, you paid the wrong person. Uh, you end up having, and and who do you have weapon-wise at, at the wide receiver? You have they got a uh, bunch of guys. It's just a matter of them staying healthy. Yeah, it's staying healthy, and it's unproven commodities at this point. So that'll be interesting to see. Their defense will be fine. I'm not worried about that. And I know Dayball can call plays. I'm not worried about their coaching. I'm worried about health. And Daniel Jones actually being able to earn his nickname because I refuse. We this one thing we do on the show: a nickname is earned and not given. Uh, nah, the only him, nickname I know Daniel Jones by is Vanilla Vic. I think he earned that last year. I, I call him Danny Tumbles. <laughs> I call him. I call him. By, I call him what his mama calls him. Danny Jones. Call, call him by his <laughs> government. You gotta earn your nicknames. Call Yo, him by his government. That's why I'm saying. He, that's why I still call Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. He yeah. earned Danny. Danny or not Danny Vic. He earned Vanilla Vic last year. That boy had like what Vic seven hundred something rushing yards. But Vic didn't trip like that. That's the thing. Well, that was two years ago, man. <laughs> and oh, last year, and the year before that, <laughs> and the year before that. All right, before that. Look, okay, here's okay. I said earlier, early on the show that I wanted to point something out that deals with like the quarterback, the way uh, quarterbacks leading into the uh, in college football going into this season. So here it is. Um, right now, if you're a college football fan, we're in a beautiful time among talented quarterbacks in this game right now we're in such a beautiful time there are potential really good maybe good like first round quarterbacks talent in the like in this in this upcoming draft why do i bring this up now you look at the nfl we see the decline of value with running backs within the nfl we understand why but like you look at quarterback, that's the most value. Understand that you like you're in charge of that. You are, are the most valuable player in the on like fourteen. You mentioned how a quarterback is not uh, is uh, like wins are not shouldn't be a quarterback stat. It is a team stat. I understand where you're coming from, but I even said this on Sports After Dark one time. A quarterback is responsible for sixty to seventy percent of results of a win. I said that repeatedly, and I still stick with that. I'm with you. So where am I going with this? You look at Caleb Williams going into the draft this year. Whether 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 he said like he might stay another year, I, I don't believe that crap. He's going. He's, <laughs> he's taking millions. <laughs> you look at Caleb Williams, Drake May, uh, Bo Nix. Hard to believe. 
Jordan, uh, Jordan Travis out of FSU. Riley Leonard depends on if he gets better. JJ McCarthy in Michigan. Jury's still out. Quinn Ewers with Texas. Let's see how he looks. Penix. Michael Penix Jr. out of Washington. Big, a big arm, big dude. That's a lefty. Uh, I'm still a believer. Uh, DJ Uyunglele. Spencer Rattler out of South Carolina. I'm nope. still a big believer in him. And with, no. the, with the Gamecocks, the only problem is no, his you. line is bad. That line he's is bad. atrocious. He, he's he was he, he's bad. I, let me let me. I still I still believe in him. Jay Daniels at LSU. Understand he had a bad week, but he still got some talent and some elusivity. If he goes to the right system, maybe he can make some noise. You look at all the quarterbacks I just named, plus uh, plus Shadur Sanders, and maybe some other quarterbacks that could take a leap and emerge themselves like a Joe Burrow did his Heisman year. You look at all of that. That is over five plus quarterbacks I just named. Why do I bring this up? If you're a quarterback in the NFL, starting quarterback right now in the NFL, that's either on a last year of his contract or you're a rookie that has not proven it. There's some pressure on you this season because now you look at all the quarterbacks in college football right now and you're owner you're a gm if the guy that you already got ain't really panning out and you don't really believe him guess what you could possibly go into the first round and be able to get one of those guys now you might not now you're not arizona bad so you're not getting caleb williams but you can get a you can get a drake may you can get a spencer rattler you can get uh a Penix jr you can get those guys there are a lot. This is about to be one of the best quarterback drafts that we've seen in a long time. Not just depth, but talent-wise. And because of that, and because of how offenses and the rules are in the NFL going right now, if you are a quarterback currently, you got a big contract, your contract back up, and you're trying to get resigned, you better ball out. Because if you don't ball out, these owners might be looking to move on from you quickly based on what this class is going to look like. I'll give you a prime example. There's a pressure on Dak Prescott this season. And I hate to be honest with you, there's going to be some pressure on Jordan Love. They might be patient with him. But, dog, you telling me if the Packers ain't got a chance to get another quarterback with talent like this? Because there's so much talent in the, in the college football right now. There's pressures on quarterbacks in, in, in the NFL right now because you don't ball. They might go find somebody else that can because it's loaded right now. Every quarterback from last year or from the Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields draft has a pressure on them right now if they don't have a new contract. Mac Jones is feeling pressure. Yes. He, Mac is feeling it. I love Mac. feeling it. some pressure. Two, yeah, Tua's feeling it. Trevor, if I hate he doesn't. To say, but yeah. yeah if, if Trevor doesn't, and he will, uh, sunshine will prevail. Uh, uh, Atlanta, <laughs> Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter's feeling it. Ritter, yeah. You've got Kirk. Kirk, Kirk Cousins probably feeling it. Yeah, because it's, I, I, it's kind of. His Kirk contract. Right. His contract. Kirk. Yeah. So they'll they'll draft the heir apparent for Kirk at some point. That, Goff, that's what I'm saying. Goff knows that he's all right. Uh, Mahomes is fine. Yeah. Jimmy uh, Herbert, G. Herbert is fine. Jimmy, Jimmy G's on the seat. The Raiders definitely. Oh wait, hold up. That that O'Connell kid. Uh, Aiden O'Connell. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot a big. I forgot they got Aiden O'Connell. But they still might get another. They you know who else on the hot seat? Russell I'm Wilson. Sorry, ass. Oh, Russ is cooked. Whoa, we, Russ is cooked. Whoa, 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 we we whoa, whoa, said this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I said it. Jalen didn't say this. I said this six months ago. <laughs> when I've I watched been him miss, Russ was cooked since I moved to Washington. When I watched him miss KJ Hamler in the end zone 
twice on the same game. He's like, yeah, my shoulder hurts. Like, no, nah, that doesn't affect your eyesight. Nah, I knew it wasn't a shoulder. <laughs> but I also knew how bad that thing your Hackett was as a head coach. But Hackett now he, was bad. But Judy's gone now. He, he's good. His thing. There are certain guys that are great when they have their guy. When they ain't got their guy, they ain't great. Ask Josh McCown. What is he without Brady? I was what are a lot of these guys without their guy? I was wondering if you were going with like, talking about good. Russ. No. I believe Russ is going to have a bounce back season. Is he going? Uh, I'm not. He's going to have a bounce back season. He's going to redeem himself. They're going to compete in their division. That's as far as I go with the Broncos <laughs> because they, because the offensive line it ain't that good. I already admit, I already admit that. Wide receivers Jerry Judy, he's like he's he got a hamstring injury right now, so I'm not even sure if he's going to be able to go. And my boy, Tim, my boy Tim Patrick, that got hurt again. He's he's out again, and I hate that because I want to get him in fantasy. I went to, hey, listen, I played football with him in, at, at Grossmont in uh, junior college. We was we were both receivers and everything, and that's my guy. So it sucks to see like the ACL go, mm-hmm. and then the next year the, the Achilles. Like I've been there, done that. I've turned ACL and Achilles, so I, I know how that feels. But like. Yeah, that that sucks, dog. But look, I still believe in Russ. I think he's gonna bounce back. That's just um, that's just my personal opinion. Um, but Garrett, you mentioned Justin Fields. I'm high on him. I got the I got the I got the I got the Bears winning that division. I get okay. There's two. There's two things I'm sick and tired of. I'm sick and tired of Chargers fans saying we don't have any receivers. Like, no, you have three All Pros on your team. Shut up. I'm sick. Of, uh, <laughs> and, I'm, uh, and I'm sick and tired of uh, all the people. Will Levin, who are, uh, Will, hearing, hearing news about Will Levis and uh, and, uh, and uh, like Helms Mail. I'm sick and tired. Well, yeah, that too. Well, that's hilarious. You mean coffee creamer? <laughs> oh, nasty, nasty, nasty dude. Uh, I'll, you put mayonnaise in your coffee. I don't trust you. I'm sorry. Uh, like, <laughs> that's a fact. That is a fact. That's some white, that's some white ish. Right hey, easy, easy. <laughs> uh, we won't claim that. You, you from the south? You ain't gonna do that. We won't claim that. <laughs> uh, but so is he. I was about to say, Will from the south too. I think. Yeah, he's been talking to Kentucky. He's been time in Kentucky. I don't care. Oh, no, he's South, like, no from the South. From the oh, South. Oh, from the South. Where, where is he from? Oh, I think from Massachusetts or something. If he's in Massachusetts and that tracks. Yeah. So yeah. that's he's what from, you're doing in Boston now. In Newton, Massachusetts. <laughs> that's what y'all so that, that's what y'all four leaf clover uh, clovers are doing now. Well, I'll tell you what, Jalen, he did grow up in Madison, Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah so never that tracks all right so yeah i, I won't yeah we we won't that's the thing people that we we won't claim that i, I will never put mayonnaise in coffee i i know what seasoning is <laughs> i know what mar- yeah you should know yeah. what marinating what marinate yeah. means. i know what mar- i was a cook in a thai restaurant and i lived near in statesboro and lived near metter georgia for Four years of my life. I know what seasoning yeah. is. <laughs> All right, but like not a pop a box. <laughs> so, but like, uh, yeah, ahead. you're sick and tired. What was the second thing you're sick and tired of? I'm tired of everybody, and I, I see it all the time. See, though, you might see it too. But like, what I see is everybody they take a shot at Fields, and then they're like, "Well, he can't make this throw." And then we show the video of him making the throw. They go, "Well, that's they don't easy." I'm like, it. like, wait, stop moving the goalpost, man. Like, it's why is the goalpost like you know. Like, why is the bar above my ankles for guys like Stetson Bennett and for guys like Justin Fields? Like, it just keeps going up and up and up and up and up and up. Like, it drove me crazy. Like, during the um, what was it during the during the playoff, he hit McConkey for like a wide open 30 yard pass. 
and it was 30 yards on a line. And somebody's like, man, how many pro quarterbacks can make this throw? I'm like, all of them. Every yeah. one of them. <laughs> Even Tebow. It's 30 yards. Your Jalen, your head coach can make that throw. <laughs> today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he can make that throw today. I know. Like, she, like I'm, I'm just watching. Like, yeah, it's 30 yards to nobody around him. But, and he, like, th- yeah, anybody can make that. So, like, I feel Fields is going to be a dog. He's going to be a dog. Uh, I can't he's wait. Got, he's it. already a dog. We already understand that. The thing is, it's like, what did we say? What, why was Jalen Hurts or like took it to another level? It's the level work that he put in on the offseason mm-hmm. to work on his craft, but it's also the weapons that was added on to it. Two mm-hmm. plus two equals four. Work plus help and resources equals a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's how it go. That's how it goes as far as with a quarterback. Now, Justin Fields, he got the help. He gave a DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. Cole, uh, Cole Komet's going into another year. Darnell Mooney is still there. And you get Money a with two O's. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Like, does he got a new OC or like a? I think no, so, it's yeah. the same OC. It's the it's second the same season. OC? It's the second season, I think. That's right. Okay, you get a, you get an offensive lineman to help you out. Your offensive line's supposed to be improved. Your defense is supposed to be better. You get all that, but main thing is you get the weapons and you get the protection. But they did you lose get... one of their big offensive linemen, Tevin Jenkins, yeah. though. Yeah, for, yeah, a, yeah, for yeah, a little yeah. bit. I, but I they, that. yeah, but they did get they got a true number one wide receiver now. Yep, they got a true number one. They, they got a tight end, and yep. they, and from what we seen from the preseason, and because Justin Fields went and got some reps, which is why I got some concerns with Lamar Jackson, because Fields played some set on some uh, some snaps on preseason, they'd be able to show that chemistry with DJ Moore mm-hmm. and their back and their committee. I'm high on Fields right now because Fields can possibly make a case to be the best quarterback in that division as well. So my, that, I mean, my thing with that, I I get the him playing snaps, but so the first game, right? The first preseason game was all yak. Like we can all agree on that, right? Like it was mm-hmm. all yak because there were screen passes. Yeah, that Lil Herbert and DJ Moore took to the to the house. You still got to throw the ball on the money, I, he, mm-hmm. I, but he didn't though. That's the thing. And I'm I'm not I'm Which not and I'm not saying I'm not saying Fields isn't going to be good. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that at all. But what I'm saying is like so the first game because I'm saying like from the chemistry standpoint. The first game, he threw probably like three passes. Two of them were to on were screen passes that were taken to the house. Then the second game, he didn't play. The third game, he looked he looked all right. Like he didn't really look that good. So like I don't I still don't know if the chemistry is. Right. I mean, spend all this time practicing, so you get some chemistry there. But in game, is you know it's, it's totally different. So I think there's still going to be some rest there going into like the first few weeks, and then they kind of knock it off, and then that's where we see it. But uh. But I just don't think the chemistry is there yet. I think I think it'll get there. I just don't think it's there yet for them. I think maybe with like Claypool and 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 Komet and them and them guys, I think he has chemistry with them because he played with them all last season. I think I still think he's working on some chemistry with uh with 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 DJ Mordo. Personally, that's what I think. And that's gonna take time. I mean, like chemistry. It's gonna, it's gonna take time for sure. Yeah, but they'll get there. Like that's that was one of the two things he was lacking, and that's what like I. I don't know if y'all watched it. I loved seeing Shady get cooked by James Jones. Yeah, that was fire. <laughs> what, what? You didn't see that? Shady was like, uh, Jalen. So James Jones said what, 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 honestly, what I've been, I haven't been saying it like this for a while, but he said the gap between Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields is not as big as people think it is. From a talent standpoint. And it's no, not. from a, and it's not. I mean, and, Shady's like, no, you're out of your mind. Why are you lying to the people? And James Jones came out with facts and numbers and receipts and everything. Like, 
Justin Fields rushed for a thousand yards last year. Yep. Nobody wants to talk about that. Nope. <laughs> he rushed for a thousand yards. Because he didn't win. Year. Well, exactly. That was the one stat that he couldn't come up with. He didn't have anybody. He had his top receivers were Darnell Mooney, who I no shot at Mooney. I love Darnell Mooney. Uh Chase Claypool. And I I'll say less. I don't need to say anything else after that. That guy is a wide receiver for at best. <laughs> Dancing after the first down to when you game's on the line and you got to get back to the line. I'm like, what do you put the get on the line? <laughs> what are you doing? Like it, it's he didn't have any help. He didn't have any weapons. It was, you know, no offensive line. Defense was suspect. Like I, I think now that they they came into this year with cap space, and they used it. They want. They did a great job in the draft. They found some late round guys who were showing to be dogs. Like they're going to be fine. I think Bears are going to surprise some people. And the other team I think is going to surprise some people is Detroit. Detroit's going to surprise a lot of people. Like it'll be very, very interesting to see. I so, want to believe. I want to believe in Detroit, but it's it's really going to depend on the defense. No, I, it depends on their defense. Aiden, like, look, we already know Aiden. Aiden Hutchinson, he's going to be good, but you traded Jeff Okuda, and now I'm questioning your secondary. How is like for that? Yeah, Jeff Okuda, Jeff Okuda was almost was he's borderline bus territory right now, and I think he's hurt again. He might yeah, be. he did get hurt. Yeah, like that, and that's the thing with Okuda, like the injury, and then he just he could never stay healthy, and like he constantly was in the wrong positions, like mm-hmm. you know, when you know playing out in the field. But I I agree with you, Jalen. Like that's my thing is like their defense, mainly the secondary. I think the line, the front seven, I think is solid. It's, it's their secondary. secondary, but they they upgraded. They add C.J. Gardner Johnson. Um, one of the best a, trash talkers in the game today, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> they got uh, I forget one of the corners they went, in, but they went and tried to like upgrade their secondary as far as like cornerback and and safety. So now it's like, all right, we got to see him on the field. And I, hey, look, look, man, I I want to see what Jack Campbell is. I want to see if he's as good as Avatar because mm-hmm. he one, played he played amazing in preseason. One thing I'm interested to see too, and why so. You mentioned a couple of award winners, and I disagree with you on a couple. I think Offensive Rookie of the Year is an it, unpopular pick. It, sorry, unpopular. It's the pick. It's Bijan. I think Bijan, because now, now Arthur Smith finally has a guy he can use the way he wants to run that offense. Yeah. I think Bijan's going to be the dude. Um, and I think Defensive Player of the Year, if he can stay healthy, TJ Watts in that, comp- or that, com- or, uh, that conversation. That was my pick. Because he got. You said who? TJ Watt. Oh, defensive if, player of the year. If, yeah, if yeah. he stays healthy, because Nick Herbig is going to help him out tremendously. <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to so be now, nasty. Yeah, that, that <laughs> D-line is disgusting. So That's going to be nasty. That, that's going to help him a lot. And I, I don't think Rodgers wins MVP. I, Jets don't win 10 games. I've been saying it for months. Jets don't win 10 games. They um, don't. They got a Jets, tough schedule, though. They have a tough they schedule. Do. They have they, a really tough schedule. They're losing week one. I mean, like, yeah. they... They have a tough schedule. They just lost Corey Davis, so your wide receiver two is gone. Right now, if I have to choose my MVP, I'm going Patrick Mahomes again. It's the safe pick. If I have to go outside of Patrick Mahomes, it's either Jalen Hurts or Joe Burrow. Nah, I'm going so to be a homer on this one at Sunshine. <laughs> I mean, but there's a lot of people that there's a lot of people that believe that too. I mean, to be honest, I I think it could be either one of those three: Lamar, uh, Lamar, 
uh, Aaron Rodgers or Sunshine, to be honest. But like the thing is, is with, with me with Aaron Rodgers, it's like the 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 narrative is set already. New team was disgruntled in, in in Green Bay, pretty much. Gets to the Jets, he looks happier than ever. It, it's like the narrative is just set. You get the you get the the running backs, Brees Hall back. You get Dalvin Cook. Um, you you build this rapport with Garrett Wilson, like you're on hard knocks. The narrative is just set for him and that Jets team. I don't know how far they go, but and there's like, a ton of expectations. It's a ton of expectations. So like, um, the that, narrative is set. And if he if he and if he survives, I think it's like an eight game stretch, like in the middle of the season or something. If or even the first, I think it's like the first eight games. If he survives that, he might he might have the MVP locked in the bag by week eight. That New York media is going to eat him for breakfast. Oh, no, I can't. I can't. Uh, I'm not going to go to. uh, uh, I think. Here's the thing. I think he's trained so well with handling media. I think he'll. In Green Bay. He's not. He's he's not going to manipulate New York media, but he can't finesse it. Do you know? Do you know why I know that Rex Ryan has a tattoo of his wife wearing a Mark Sanchez jersey? Do you know why I know that? New York media. <laughs> I don't need that information. Wait who, wait, who got a tattoo of what? Rex Ryan has a tattoo of his wife wearing a Mark Sanchez jersey that when he went to Buffalo, he had it done over with blue and red Buffalo colors just be a generic Bills jersey. I don't need that information. I've does had anybody it for years. Got, Does anybody got a butt fumble joke? Because I'm drawing blank right now. I thought I had one, but I lost it. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> you dropped the ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dang, that was unintentional. I didn't. Wow. I wasn't even trying. But like, okay, let's see. They've got this. Buffalo, Dallas, New England, Kansas City, Denver, Philly, New York. Sorry, New. Let me let me Scratch call them. Gonna, well, let's just stop at the bye. We'll stop at the bye. Their bye is week seven. Uh, Buffalo, Dallas, New England, Kansas City, Denver, and Philadelphia. There's three, four um, losses in there. Easy. I got them. I got them winning against Buffalo. I don't trust the Bills right now. No, I, I, you, no, you're wrong. I don't trust the Bills right now. Dallas uh, is. De- I'll be. I'll be dirty. This is Week pick. One, I'll Josh be, Allen. I'll this be is the only time if, if, trust I, the if Bills. I pick the Cowboys to beat Aaron Rodgers. So that, I can see. I, I can see a two and zero. Oh. Um, one on one. <laughs> Josh Allen gonna throw an interception in the fourth quarter to turn the tide of the game. Well, yeah, you know, you know what happens, uh, and then he'll hurdle <laughs> Quinn and Williams the next play. No, no, no. But like, look, you got maybe DJ Reed. Buffalo, Buffalo's, uh, Buffalo's an L. Dallas is going to be a defensive shootout, so it's going to be the most boring game on TV that day, and it's a four twenty. Excuse me. 425 CBS Whoa, game. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on now. Okay. Unless Dallas is getting a whole lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers, we know what Aaron Rodgers does to the, uh, does to the Cowboys. But you got to remember, they got two. And uh, look, this is, I don't defend Dallas ever, but their defense is nice. Is it I, better I, than the Jets currently? Possibly, yeah. It might, I mean, it might be. It might it was, be. <laughs> it was better than the Jets last year. Yeah, it might be. Like, because now you've got, because you only got better. Because now, uh, outside of Diggs, you have Stephon Gilmore, who, albeit one of the older corners in the league, is still one of the top five. I'm praying. I'm praying for Gilmore. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that his mental health is going to be right. It won't be. He's in Dallas. Um, but that's, that's why. I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm praying. Hey, look, man, he'll be all right. I, shit, he dealt with Indy last year. That's true. <laughs> that's true. And he dealt with Belichick. Yeah, he dealt. He dealt. Okay, he yeah. dealt with a bad owner. 
It okay, wasn't, all right, all right, he didn't deal it, with a bad right. owner. He dealt with a bad team. Like the four twelve and one. That that ain't on, that team. ain't on Ursay. That's that, not on yeah, Ursay. No, all. that that's I'll give you that. I don't I don't defend okay, Ursay often, but I'll give you that. Okay, what's your what's your what's your what's your um what's your perception of Jim Ursay right now at this state and time? I know what? his favorite movie is Free Willy. <laughs> my perception, my perception <laughs> of Jim Ursay. I don't so like. I think the media has done a lot to paint him as this bad owner. Um, Jim Ursay, like Jim Ursay hasn't been a bad owner for his tenure. I understand the, the past, his past transgressions, the things he went to 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 AA and all of that about and yeah, rehab well, and stuff. We're I, not I gonna make fun of somebody for that one. That one, well, no, 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 for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's. But yeah, no, I, mean, no, but I, the, I know you weren't gonna do that. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, that's what, yeah. I don't. I I never pull that shot again. Yeah, but like I, you I know, the media, the media, Twitter, they bring it up all the time. Yeah. And so they they paint they use that to paint this picture of Ursay because they're like, oh well, he must be back on that again because he sends out a couple of tweets. Ursay has always been an eccentric owner. Like that's been mm -hmm. him since he became the owner of the Colts. But the thing is, is like he doesn't meddle. I think that the one thing that he the one time that he did was with the Carson Wentz debacle. Mm -hmm. Um, and then firing Frank Wright, which that needed to happen. Most of the Colts fans wanted Frank Wright gone anyway. Yeah. Just because the constant, just just the constant way the team was going um they wanted frank Wright going and then everybody thought like okay he brought in just saturday that was and and to, the thing about it while i didn't agree with it i knew what we was doing yeah but at the, at the same time like if you look at the offensive line under jeff saturday the offensive line got better in those games that jeff saturday came in and coached that offensive line got better hopefully that carries on to this year but then the whole offseason the media is like oh jim ursay wants to hire jeff saturday jim ursay wants to hire jeff saturday Jim Ursay came out and said, I'm leaving this up to Chris Ballard and my daughters. Like a lot of the a lot of the decisions get made by his daughters and by Chris Ballard. Mm -hmm. So like they they like to they like to paint this picture of Ursay. And even with the whole JT thing, that's not it's not Ursay. <laughs> it's really not. It's it's the front office. So what about the com what about the comments about like about JT though? So the, the comments, end? the comments wasn't so you talking about the comments if I die, if I die tonight and JT's out the league tomorrow, those yeah. comments. Yeah, and, and and I've said this on Sports at the Dark too, um, as well. But like, the thing is, is that he's not wrong. The yeah, league, we, the, the league agree. does move on, like it moves on. But I, I do think like it doesn't help anything though. When you come out and make those comments, it doesn't help anything. It just it kind of makes things worse. It's, it sets a fire because you know people are going to run with it. They're going to go with it. Now, one thing I do agree with, or I do disagree with, is while the league does move on, even if you're out of the league. Or if you if you're gone, players are always remembered. You remember the a player, yeah. A player like JT is always going to be remembered. Granted, he had one good year, but I mean, he had one elite year. He had two good years or whatever. But um, those players are always going to be remembered. But uh, so I agree, I disagree with that. But I do think the league goes on when you're out of the league. I mean, that's just what happens. Even even Andy Reid said that about Chris Jones. Like the game's still gonna go on. We still gonna have to go out there and play on Thursday. We still gonna have to perform. And that's just yeah, the, but the one thing. Yeah, and, but Chiefs need Chris Jones to win another no, Super Bowl. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like you need those players, but the, like like I said, the game goes on. Chris Jones isn't gonna be on that team, you know, forever. No. Neither JT is not gonna be on our team forever either. And that's the, the one thing I, I, I jumped to the comments on, one, on your post about that, because I, I kind of the, the one thing I said when I was saying like the, the what I took issue with was him saying like, you know, like it's a privilege to be a part of the league. Like, yeah, in some degree it is, but you're acting like these guys just got to hand it to them. Yeah, they work for that. 
Yeah, they, and, for like, sure. And that that's the one, and not all owners like it. Well, not all owners, but a lot like Ursa inherited the team from his dad. Like that's that's what happened. He got the team from his dad. You know, that's how the McMahons got WWE at one point. That's how Stephanie got it because she got it from her dad. Like that's how a lot of this happens. Franchise. Well, unless you like Triple H and you marry and you marry and sleep your way. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah. But you, okay, but Triple. <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. Triple H is really good at his job. WWE he's very good at his job. But he's it's been like, really good since he's taken over. There's a lot of teams that get the, the ownership gets passed down through family. Yeah. That's privilege. That really is. Yeah. That's privilege. That is a privilege. It's a privilege to be talented, but it's on you to use it. Look, All right, real quick. Look at look at Johnny Menzel, and then yeah, because I know we got to get into week one stuff. We've been running for over an hour, but like, if you look at like Johnny Menzel, like that he had the privilege of being as gifted athletically or athletically as he was, but he squandered the whole thing because he thought it was just handed to him. Look at Ryan Leaf. Look at uh, Jamarcus Russell. The list is endless of all like it, it's. And this is why I'm not sold on Brock Bowers and a lot of guys yet. I've been saying this for months. The list of guys who dominate at, college, at the collegiate level and do not do so at the next level is a whole lot longer than the list of guys who dominate at the collegiate level and also do so at the next level. All right, real quick. Um, before we close out, let's go ahead and do some week one uh, scoring uh, like predictions. So we're going to start off with the Lions at the Chiefs on Thursday, on Thursday night. Who y'all got? I got... It depends if Kels plays. If Kelsey I think, plays, he, I think he's already been ruled out. Oh, he's already yeah, ruled I think out? He, 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 it not officially, but I think it's leaning towards that. It's very doubtful right now. Let me yeah. change my lineup real quick. Uh, <laughs> and that was my first pick in one of my leagues. That was my first pick in both my leagues. Two of my three. It ain't going to be my well, first yeah, pick this but, week. Yeah, but yeah, Lions, Lions and Cheese. Lions and Cheese, who you got? Chief, I got the Chiefs. squeak by. Chiefs are going to squeak it by. It, uh, I'm going to go Lions on this one. It's going to be the Chiefs. If Travis don't play. It's going to be the Chiefs because, like, it, it defensively neither team is there, but the Chiefs are more complete. I, I don't think we have another uh, Rams-Chiefs throwdown, but I think we're going to have another offensive duel. So, but you do have the same quarterback that was part of that throwdown. Yeah, it's going to have both. We're going to have high offensive. quarterbacks. Yep. And we're going to have uh, a high offensive game. But, but see, the Lions are missing a bunch of receivers. Outside, I'm on Ross St. Brown. So it's Amon Ross St. Brown versus everybody, and then Jameer yeah. Gibbs. So he's gonna ball out. Um, Panthers and Falcons. Atlanta. 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 Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Atlanta for Atlanta for three quarters, and then I expect Bryce Young magic, but it won't be enough. Atlanta. I, I don't trust. Uh, that. I don't trust that Carolina O line. I, I you could. Me neither. No, I, I would sooner trust. Uh, Bernie Madoff with my 401k than with that Panthers <laughs> offensive line. Bengals and Browns. I got the Browns. Ba- you, no, Bengals. I'm going Browns. Ba- you're I'm both going wrong Browns. with Bengals. Brown, Browns I'm going, are, I'm going Browns. No, I'm sorry. Brown, Browns are terrible. You, you, They keep that elf at the midfield logo because they're always coming up short. <laughs> well, this next one, I think I already know your answers, but Jags, Jags and Colts. Ah. Give, me, give, me, give me the Indy. Indianapolis Colts, baby. <clears throat> I will very hey. quietly say Duval. Uh, <laughs> hey, my only thing is because I know everybody loves to bring up our record in Jacksonville. 
Jacksonville has doesn't have the best record in Indy either. We don't. Um, especially over the what the past five years or something like that. They've lost when they come to Indy. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, we lose week one. So <laughs> we'll see what it'll, happens. It'll be interesting. I think Richardson does okay because we don't do so hot against this is the most respectful trash talk we uh, we've ever had. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, it's here's my thing. This Jaguars defense is or this Jaguars offense can be coming firing on all cylinders. It's we didn't really lose anybody. Well, I mean, we lost Juwan Taylor, but then we got Harrison, so we're fine. Robinson's going to be out, but we got Walker Little, so again, we're going to be fine. Guard, you know, we're we're all right. Shatley's not a long term solution, but he'll be fine. Fortner at center is going to be fine. Shreff is, you know, older, but he's one of the better guards in the game. We got Etn and Tank Bigsby who have been balling out. Um, the deepest we're at is wide receiver. I know. The deepest red is wide receiver. I mean, Calvin Ridley's a dog. Uh, it, it's it, he's Calvin Ridley's on the FML tour, so this is going to be a big year for him. Uh, and our defense is solid. If we use Devin Lloyd the way I, I've been saying it for a while, if we use Devin Lloyd like Utah used him, don't put him at middle linebacker, bump him to outside, put Trey or put Walker's hand in the dirt, and have Roy Robertson Harris play the other end. Have Lloyd and um, Josh Allen, superior Josh Allen, be outside linebackers yep. and put Muma <laughs> and uh, Alua Khan as your, or, um, your middle linebackers on a 4 3. Okay. We'll be fine. Uh, so, Bucks, I, I, Vikings. Jack's got it. Uh, it's one o'clock, well, so Minnesota. Vikings, yeah. Vikings, yeah. Titans, Titans, Saints. Saints. Uh, speaking of cousins, um, it's going <laughs> to. Saints got it. I, I I do selfishly. Derek Carr, I think, is on uh, could potentially be the first quarterback to lose to every franchise ever. Um, so I'll go, I, I'll, I'll I low key Saints. want that to happen, but I think the Saints got it. I, I have no faith I'll in Tennessee. Go, I'll go Saints. Niners Steelers. Uh, I am going with the 40 winders on this one. Yeah, I got the I got the Niners on this one, but the Steelers can shock a lot of people. Steelers I'm gonna go Steelers. I'm gonna go Steelers on the upset on this one. Steelers are gonna be better than people think they're gonna be. I think Steelers. Najee uh, quietly goes for a thousand yards every year. The not the actually the line is right now uh, Niners two and a half. Yeah, that sounds about right. This is a that, this game comes down to a field goal. No questions asked. All right, the first game that nobody cares about: Cardinals and Commanders. Pillow fight of the Commanders. Commanders. <laughs> yeah, Commanders. <laughs> Commanders. Yeah, that that's. Texans, uh, Texans, Ravens, Ravens, Ravens by a million. Yeah, it's Ravens. Houston's just not there yet. It's Stroud's first game. That Ravens defense is nasty. Lamar is going to be oh. trying to earn that contract, and this may be the only game that J.K. Dobbins is fully healthy for. So, <laughs> oldest rivalry in NFL: Packers Bears. Ah, uh, Bears. Packers. Packers. Bears. I got the Bears in this one. I, I'm not. I, I can't. It's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. It, it's Jordan. You got a Love's lot of momentum. Game. Yeah. It, well, it, not it, momentum, but you got a lot of expectations. You're hype. But, I, yeah. but uh, the Packers have played there a lot as far as this team. True. Besides maybe Jordan Love. This is the first one without Aaron Rodgers, though. That's yeah, it's the thing. first one without Aaron Rodgers, but this team around Jordan Love is a pretty good team. It's a good team. Aaron Rodgers may own it Chicago, is. but Jordan Love doesn't yet. So that's why yeah. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. Chicago. Chicago may want to turn their ownership back. Raiders Broncos. There's the other one. Broncos. <laughs> Broncos. I, I... Actually, no, no, no. I'm going the Raiders. I'm, I'm taking. Broncos. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm taking because that Raiders. offensive line, Max Crabs is going to be on Russ all night. I'm taking we'll the see. Raiders. Chandler Jones is going to be playing angry too if he plays. Yeah. It, Eagles Patriots. Philly. Eagles. Philly. 
Philly. It, it's not close. Dolphins and Chargers. Concussions versus choke jobs. Uh, I'm going. <laughs> Give me the Chargers. I'm going the new. I'm going the new head of the table in Miami. I'm going Dolphins. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to. Uh, I got Miami in this one. Billy Goats and my Seahawks. 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 That's easy. Sunday night game: Cowboys and Giants. Oh, the game nobody cares about. Um, I got the Cowboys. I. I got. I'm, New picking, York Gi- by three. I'm picking Giants based on hate. I'm, I got New York by three. <laughs> I'm picking Giants based on hate. I got New York by three. And it, it's, it's a low scoring Monday night game, but I'm talking like 17 to 20 or something. It's going to be boring. Monday, Monday night football, first Monday night football of the year, 9 11. Bills at Jets. Got the Jets over the Bills. Uh, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting the actual New York team over the New Jersey team. <laughs> so I. I, I got bills on this one. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, that's where I'm at. Give me the, give me the, give me the, give me the Jets. Uh, I just don't, I don't like. I don't know. I just don't like where the Bills are at right now. You look at the, the way they finished the last few seasons. I'm going Jets. We're gonna be. I say we like I'm a Bills fan. Bills are gonna be fine. It's Josh Allen always dominates the first few weeks. Which they're, one? They're, the inferior Josh Allen. I apologize. Thank you. Uh, but like, it, here's here's where I look at it. There's two things that are always certain. Kansas City will come out of the gate ice cold to start the season, and season. we know they're going to heat up later. Exactly. They start out slow. They're they're like they're, they're a smoker. They start out low, but low and slow they start going, and they get going by the end of the day. Kirk Buffalo, Cousins shows out. Kirk Cousins shows out in regular season games. That's not in prime time. Buffalo is a charbroil grill. It starts out hot and then fizzles out towards the end when you're out of gas. <laughs> it is what it is quick and gone. It is like mm, it's a broiler. Like that's all. It is quick moving and then it eventually it, it's it burns out. Like that's just how. So it basically, is. so basically, trying to light up a grill in a, in a hurricane. Yeah, with that with that big lighter that's too small that might have a little <laughs> bit of fluid left, but you don't know. Got it. Got to shake it a little bit. Shaking like there's stuff in here and just kind of sitting there and flicking it. <laughs> So, all right. let's we call gotta, it. yeah, let's call it. We got to wrap up. We've been going for way over an hour. So I, I appreciate you staying all so long, man. Sorry if I went a little over. Oh, no, y'all good. Y'all good. So, all right. Thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, might break this into two parts. Might not. I'll edit this tomorrow uh, as of recording this. I, I we'll, we'll see what I do. We only release one episode. You'll know. Um, you'll, you'll find out when we do. Um, <laughs> sorry. So thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, before we get too far away with it, see Lou, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, nah, thank you all for having me, man. For sure. We'll have to have you back on for the, the next installment of the Colts Jaguars one. And we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk a little more smack on that one. So yeah. Sh- after this first game, we will get some, yeah, we'll, we'll have some bearings, but no, shout out your socials, man. Plug everything you want. Floor's yours for a minute. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for sure, check out Sports at the Dark after hours on YouTube. Just type in Sports at the Dark on the YouTube channel. Um, and then go ahead and subscribe and hit those notifications. We record every Monday. Uh, Monday Night Football, we're going to have Joy Taylor on there. So it's going to be a good one on Monday. Um, then, you know, follow me on Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter. Uh, talk a lot of a lot on Twitter. A lot of trash. Everything. Troll, you know. But I also talk ball on Twitter because, you know, I, I know ball. And so I love it. Thank you. Uh, but at Drop Balls Pod, man, you can, that's where y'all can find me on Twitter. Um, I do do some stuff on Instagram at Drop at dropped, uh, Drop Balls underscore pod. Um, so make sure to follow me on all of those. I'm very active on Twitter, though. That's where probably where I'm the most active at. Same. Wait. Silo, real quick. Uh, real quick. Uh, who's your NBA team? Uh, the Heat, Miami Heat. 
Okay, I was trying to, I was trying to remember, I was trying to remember like in order, like who all take. I know Ashley's a Wizards fan. Don't know why. Yeah. Uh, heavy, <laughs> heavy as, heavy as Lakers. Yeah, Marcus Gurgy. Lakers too. That's right. Okay. Yeah, Marcus right, Lakers just, too. Just had to get, just had to get in order. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, Lou, appreciate, appreciate you, man. Yeah. Appreciate y'all, man. Send, uh, send, send love over to the uh, to the rest of the SAD. Yeah, definitely. Sure. So we'll, we'll we'll run through the ending here like usual. So again, y'all go check out all Silu stuff. Find us on uh, at TDSN Pod on Twitter. Check out the little sideshow I got with me and Jim uh, at ITA Bad Tech Pod on Twitter as well. Um, best place to find and interact with us. I try to do the same thing you do, man. I, I so if if you have any beef with anything that comes out of those two accounts, it is my words, not Jalen's. <laughs> um, so don't don't get mad at him. Usually we see eye to eye on a lot of things. But you, if it's something that I don't feel like we'll see eye to eye, I'll be like, hey, like I don't speak for Jalen on this, but this is how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know me, but you know me enough. I, I know you enough. For, would I would say eighty percent of the stuff that I say you agree with, but for like that twenty, I'm kind of like, eh, okay, th- this is me. <laughs> this one's me. Don't come at him. Come at me. All right. Uh, by yeah. the way, y'all, uh, is SAD going to be um, Twitter Space Live on Thursday? Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, I believe we got a space running Thursday night after the game. Nice. Go check them out. So thank all you guys right. for listening. If you love the show, let everybody know. Tell your friends, tell your crazy uncle, tell your brother, sisters, family, all of it. This is the best way to spread the show around. We could take out ads. What about the mistress? What about the mistress? You gotta show you gotta show out the mistress. <laughs> I don't know what you do in your spare time. <laughs> I don't know what you do in your spare time. I don't do nothing. <laughs> So thank you guys for listening. Tell everyone you know, that's the best way to honestly spread this around. Um, we could take out ads, billboards, podcasts, mail flyers, whatever. But how many times you actually listen to those? You listen to the podcast your friends tell you to listen to. Check that out. Let us know. Um, you know, if you loved it, great. Five stars, comment, feed the algorithm gods. I don't know why that works, but it does. I did not major in any form of sports. or Sorry, I did major in sports management. I didn't major in any Yo. form of like algorithm writing or anything like that. I don't understand it. Not going to try to, but it works. You could type in how, you know, your favorite football team. I don't care uh, if who who's correct, who's wrong, who's the biggest bust of all time. Something in those comments in a five-star rating works. If you didn't like it, treat it like a bad date. You know, it didn't work out. It's not us, it's you. It's not you, it's us. Whatever makes you feel better, whatever helps you sleep. But more so it's you, not us. Probably you. But don't be petty. Don't call us ugly as you walk out the room. Just let it be. You go your way, we'll go ours. We'll move on. That's it. Simple as that. But if you did like the show, those five-star ratings, retweets, all the fun stuff, we also give those shout-outs. Those are shows, friends of ours, uh, and shows that we listen to as well. Obviously, go check out Sports After Dark um, across all boards. Uh, go check out Jim over Fan of the Van podcast, Brent and Dave over the 1420 Sports podcast, uh, the guys over BSing Sports, Aaron over Brutally Honest, Dave and John that live on the playing field, the We Like Sports podcast, uh, Average Joe Sports Talk, I-95 East Coast Sports podcast. If I said your name right, I, again, I apologize. Um, I tag you and everything so you know who you are. Uh, look for wrestling stuff, go check out John over Wrestling Fan Insight. Uh, if you're looking to gamble outside of an NFL facility, uh, go check out Nate's Daily Wager or the UBET Sports Unless you're podcast. an NFL player. Exactly. If you're looking, uh, if you're on TikTok, go check out Chill Takes. Uh, Darian puts up some great content. And then if you're in Vegas and you don't know what to do, go check out Visit Vegas Places. Coyle puts out a great show. And on that note, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, we'll see you all next time. And this is the unsponsored To Do's uh, with Sports News. Peace. Thank you for an unsponsored To Do's with Sports News.